Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories podcast. My name is Dr. Brandon Beck, and I am so excited for you to be here to join us today. This podcast was originally a live show that was aired across several different social media platforms. The goal of this show is to amplify the stories of amazing people, which serve as inspiration for your journey. Your story matters. It tells us who you are and who you want to be. Enjoy this opportunity to hear from these innovative thought leaders as they discuss what it means to unlock unlimited potential. If you are looking for an opportunity to connect further with me after this show, please visit brandonbeckedu.com to learn more about my speaking, coaching, consulting, and other offerings that are designed to help you and your organization find greater results in your journey. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories show. I got my guest right here, AJ Conley. Did I say it right? Yeah, feel free to call me Andrew, man. It's all good. I'm AJ Andrew. You got it. Say the last name, though, because I, I have a, a spelling. Conley was Conley. what I was really yeah. working. You nailed it's, it. All right. I got it. Awesome. So welcome to the show, man. I hope you enjoyed that video. That video literally pumps me up every single week, gets me going, gets me fired up to return to the classroom. How are you doing, man? I'm good. I just I rushed in for you to make this this time slot. So I'm glad that I made it. Well, yeah, I appreciate it. It is a uh, the, the 4 p.m. Eastern time is is rush hour traffic where over in Long Island, I'm sure right now. So yeah. it's good to have you two fellow New Yorkers on the street here together, sharing words of wisdom. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Um, it's it's really a great opportunity. Um, for the people out there who do not know who you are, let me just give them a little bit of what I know, and what I've learned. You are an assistant principal. You are a doctoral candidate in a program. You are the author, most recently, of this book right here, Mindset Moments, and you are also Edu Conley presents Mindset Moments of the Week on YouTube are the bomb. They <laughs> are awesome. And I'm not saying that because we also are code breaker authors. I'm saying that because I legitimately enjoy the videos. And we're going to dive into that. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But tell us a little bit about you, a little bit about your story. What took you from classroom to administrator to YouTuber to author? Yeah, it's, it's always so hard to talk about yourself, right? Um, <clears throat> I think my my path, education kind of found me. I, I kind of fell into it backwards. Um, so sports were my life. And once my career kind of, you know, ended, um, I need to figure out what to do with myself. So I, I realized, you know, I did the rite of passage that every former athlete does. You start training youth teams and things like that. And I realized I liked working with children and helping them out and, you know, helping them get through their personal grind and, and barriers and stuff like that. Um, and I have three older sisters, two of which are teachers. So that's kind of how I got into the conversations of entering the world of academia. And, and it, it kind of just went from there. So you started on the field 
And <laughs> that is the best place to start. That is one place I can totally relate with. Um, you know, you talk about having the opportunity to coach and have that impact. There's so many different connections between coaching a sport and coaching students through, you know, the day to day. So that's such an awesome connection. I think a lot of us land on this path because of coaching. And I think that that is also um, a really important skill. It's a really important thing to have in your experience that I really appreciate. Good for you, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been an interesting uh, journey, if you will, because I didn't expect to be here at this point. Um, I think, I think one thing that's noteworthy to say is that, you know, there is a little bit of, of, uh, of talent that takes place. I think I realized that, you know, this came a bit naturally to me, um, to help, help out, you know, children, things like that. Something that I not only liked to do, but it's something that I realized I was able to get results, you know? Um, I think that's really important. I think there's a lot of talented people out there that do not think that they're talented and they really should start figuring out that they have a lot that they could offer, um, you know, the world for, for lack of a better term. Um, and, and I'm, I'm very fortunate that I've been able to uh, connect with certain mentors and certain people that have helped to bring certain talents out of me that I didn't realize I necessarily had um, because that process of them helping me laid the blueprint for how I'm able to help others. You know what I mean? Like, otherwise I feel like I'd be a little bit lost in terms of how do I help somebody else. But since I had really good mentors and teachers that kind of showed me the way I'm able to, to emulate them um, to help others. Yeah, absolutely. And I think being able to be a part of a career in which you have the opportunity to serve every day is a tremendous task. And it's a, you know, many people say it's a calling and many people say it's an earned right. And many people say so many other things about it. But I think, you know, the fact that you are looking at this from a mindset lens is something that I believe is is really powerful right now. And and you talk, you know, a little bit about this, I know in your book, I haven't had a chance to finish it yet, but I am going through it. And I love how your book is connected to your YouTube videos, which I think is really important. Um, so it's, you know, talk a little bit about how you came up with the idea for this mindset moments and how that, what that led out into other things for you. Yeah. So I, it was almost serendipitous. Um, it was, I was trying to figure out how can I be visible and also help teachers during the, the remote learning of, of the pandemic. Um, so I thought to myself, you know, this is probably a time where we need to highlight some social, emotional, you know, building competencies, things like that. Um, but I don't want to take too much out of a teacher's, you know, <laughs> block timing. So I tried to, create and craft episodes that could kind of, first of all, be one minute. I was trying to stay one minute to two minutes in every single one to not take up so much time, but to also kind of spark those morning meeting sessions to lay the groundwork and the tone for the week and to also have something at the end of each episode, the mindset moments, if you will, um, in, in that uh, of being a, a question to kind of hold our children accountable, to work through the week and kind of even though we're recalibrating our thinking, you know, checking in with them and, and checking for their understanding. And so kind of the tagline I've been using is the episodes were meant to cultivate a positive mindset through a weekly focus question. 
Um, and that's kind of what I set out to do. And I'm glad, you know, I'm really glad that my silly little videos have, have resonated with a lot of people, you know? Yeah. And I think you undersell the videos a little bit because <laughs> you're contacting people that are getting in these videos, you know, yeah. New York Mets, you know, New York Mets home run derby champion, right? You know, talk a little bit about you obviously raised your level a little bit as you got going with this thing and, and you had really big intentions, which is awesome. The, they are a minute and a half or a minute long videos, which I love because I've been using them lately and, and my students love them that have had a chance that I've worked with in the schools that I work with. And I love to see how so much can be done in, in a minute and a half, right? And how much thinking can come for your whole week or a couple of days or however you do it. So. You also have some special guests on these shows. Got some special guests. You know, I, I watched a video once um, with Steve Jobs speaking. And I think he's absolutely right. He said, you know, when when he first started out, he was just he had the audacity to ask anyone for help. And he, he figured out, which I think is true. The point I'm about to make is that most people will help you when you seek it out. Um, so, you know, I, you reach out to people and things like that. And a lot of them fail and you reach out to out of a hundred, maybe one will reply or what have you. And, you know, there's other ways to kind of connect with people. And I've been fortunate enough that some people have, you know, given me a bit of their time. Um, and I just feel like the only reason for having guests is because I started to think it was never supposed to be just me on the screen. But what happened was the scheduling of, you know, making videos with other people and getting their voices, it just broke down almost immediately. So I was kind of forced to become the host of the show. Um, and so I didn't want my voice to get monotonous with people. So that's why I tried to bring in other, you know, other voices, other looks to, to kind of, uh, maybe my voice is not resonating with a given child in a room and, and I wanted to try and get somebody else on the show. So that's kind of where the, the, the purpose of bringing in others started with me. Yeah. And that's pretty much how a lot of connections happen and how a lot of times you find your inner purpose is by reaching out to people and reaching out to those people and your perseverance that you discover in yourself and those to overcome those self-limiting beliefs during those times that those things are happening are, are pretty critical, you know? And I think that that mm -hmm. is, it brings it brings out a lot of good, and it may also bring out a little a lot bad. But we always say on this show, we look at challenges as opportunities for growth as much as we possibly can, and I love that about it. And I think that you know when we're looking at our schools and we're looking at it from a, a mindset perspective, you know, you're not only looking at it and saying, "Hey, students need help," teachers also need help. I mean, as I watch these videos too, I also think about them and I also gain something. So it's not just your, your, the idea of mindset, you know, I know you dive into it a bit in mindset moments, but, and you talk a little bit about the work that's out there. Mindset moments to you are really opportunities for you to continue your passion for helping others and, and teaching others from afar. And that's, and, and they're professionally done. They're well done, man. You're in a studio. Thanks. You got someone that's that's doing some solid editing and they, they look very good. That's the other thing too. So like the students watch it and they're like, wow, this is a, this is a, a really well done project. I, I really love to see um, the effort going on behind the scenes. And I got to give credit because I know what it takes to, to do something like that. So yeah. mad props to you, I guess, on that one. 
Yeah, a, a one minute video probably from start to finish of hitting record to finishing the last, you know, edit and final cut, probably probably a solid like three, four hours just for the one minute. Um, but, you know, it's and that's why we also set out to to make it one episode for the week because we were like, there's no way we could keep up this content. And, and production value is important, in my opinion. I think it is. You know, anybody could make a video nowadays, but I think you're right. I think to catch some eyes, you need to have a little bit of production value to it. So that was important when we were drafting it out. Um, but it, it's been interesting uh, in so far as, you know, the the response that we've gotten and how kind of, I guess, I get, I get a lot of DMs and I get a lot of tags and a lot of things. And it's just every single time it kind of surprises me because it's like, you know, this just was set out to be like a really simple thing. And we're trying to, you're right, we're trying to kind of hit that midpoint of reaching, you know, children within like the, you know, sixth grade range, maybe like third to ninth grade, we could hit that. But also you know, like you said, we're trying to make the messages be be as down the middle as possible so it could be widespread so anybody could could take something away from it, which is really difficult to do. Um, but, you know, we're trying. That's awesome. And, and you talk about, so would you say that the book is an excellent companion to the videos and how would you describe the connection between the two? Yeah, I, I think I think the videos are for the kids and the book is is for the adults. Um, and, and I think somewhere, you know, within there, you could make it your own. Yes. And I was just looking here. You have the you have the videos kind of yeah. put in there. So they're QR coded, which I love. And so, you know, you break down you, the mindset moments it, for yourself. I was trying to count the number of steps, but is it 10, 10 steps do you have? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's 10 mindset moments. And then within each one, we try and break it up even further. Because I like to be, I tried to make it, even though a mindset moment is conceptual, I tried to make it as practical and concrete in the book as possible. Um, and it's it's helped me, you know, what I put down on those pages is truly, you know, my my code of, of how I've been able to do the things I've been able to do. And I wanted to help others and see if it worked for them as well. Just a, sub, a couple parts of your your chapters are visualize, contribute, represent, persevere. That's just a little taste. I don't want to give away too much. Yeah. But uh, you know, you. if you were to talk about one of those parts of mindset for you, which one of those would kind of stands out as maybe you have a story behind it, or maybe just something you really enjoy about that part? Um, you know, I think I think the first and the seventh, meaning visualize and reframe, I think that's kind of the whole macro in visualize and the whole microcosm of it all in, in the reframe. So let me back up. Um, I think it all comes down to, you know, visualizing what success means to you um, and really understanding what does that look like, like tangibly, what would your day to day look like? Um, and if you're not just an individual, if you're a part of a team, you, you have to calibrate that across all team members. Like we should have the same um, idea of what success looks like for us to be able to achieve this team vision. We might have different individual um, meanings of success. But the point for bringing that up is I think the whole thing about a mindset moment is understanding what that long-term vision is 
then being honest with yourself about your current reality and then kind of assessing, you know, the difference between the two. And then the other mindset moments, that's like your guiding ideas, your your ladder, if you will, of how to how to go from point A to point B. And the last thing, the reason why I think reframe is one of mine, I, I think that's the whole crux of the issue is, you know, mindset to me is not about always just, you know, oozing positivity and stuff like that, because it can get toxic. Um, I think it's about, you know, understanding that the human condition is an imperfect one and our circumstances are imperfect, but also understanding that, you know, not letting that stop you and trying to think of the alternative pathways to success and, and reframing um, can be really powerful for that. Um, I think early on I had some some opportunities to be able to strengthen that skill as, as a kid with whatever, you know, uh, ailments or, or what have you, you know, I was stricken with, um, which we could get into if you like, but, um, it, it's just one of those things where mindset is a muscle and, you know, flexing it, working it out through the, the skill of reframing, I think is, is the whole key. Yeah. And there's some great stories I'm sure behind that in terms of, because that's really what a lot of this comes from, what a lot of these ideas, what your perception of mindset and where you've gotten to today really comes from your story. Sure. And, you know, there's so many parts of your story that are so valuable um, for our readers. And do you find, uh, you know, like I said, I haven't finished the book. Do you find strength in your story in the book? Yeah. You know, and I think it's interesting, like when I was younger um, talking like as a child, I, I think it was, I, I might have discarded certain people's stories. I was like, why would I want to learn about this person? Whether I'm, you know, in class, like social studies, learning about history or in the real world, like I don't even know that guy or that gal, like why would I want to learn about that? But as I've gotten older, I've realized that, you know, in individual people's stories, we could kind of extrapolate a lot of things that we could see ourselves in. You know, that's why we love movies and we love song and, you know, all, all those art mediums because we see ourselves in certain characters and we see ourselves in certain situations and scenarios. And so, yeah, to answer your question, I think I tried to ride the line in, in the book uh, so as to not get too personal and veer away from what I want to talk about, but to include a little bit of tidbits in there about where this is coming from, you know, from my from my end so people can understand like how powerful it was for me. Um, and maybe they can use it, um, the framework to be as equally as powerful for them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I think once again, you undersell your videos. I think the same way you're probably underselling your book, um, because I think the book, you know, it definitely, what I also like about it, and, and this is pretty awesome is it's, it's under 130 pages. I tried to make I think, like a quick, quick sitting read. Yeah. Yeah. And the chapters are quick. It flows. It's something you can pick up and, and read a chapter, you know, in a, in a small quick sitting. And, and that's always been for me too, what's been important about, you know, teachers and educators and people out there, they don't have a ton of time. So trying to keep it word or word, reader friendly, you know, and I, I appreciated that throughout the book, throughout what I've seen so far. And it's a book you got to get out there and get, it is a code breaker book. Mm -hmm. How'd you end up at Codebreaker? Talk a little bit about that. I mean, those guys are all the way across the border. <laughs> yeah, I mean, life just comes at you full swing, I guess. Um, yeah, so apparently um, one of my videos caught the eye of Brian Aspinall. He DM'd me one day, said, hey, we this might be a, a good thing to transition for uh, teachers. What do you think? And kind of just went from there. I said, sure. And then 
I actually took, um, you know, it's funny, Brandon, because like the actual writing of the book took me about seven to 10 days. I just sat down and I wrote it. But I think in my head, I was writing it for like 10 years. So I think that's why it was so easy for me on like winter break to just go for it. It just kind of, you know, came out. Um, and I think- For those of you out there who are writers, that is not normal. <laughs> yeah, so- I would just like to clarify that right now for the record. Seven to 10 days for a book is not normal. Yeah, so we actually had Brian, <laughs> Brian and I, when he first offered me the publishing contract, he was like, how much time do you think you need? And I was like, I definitely need like a full year, man. Like, I can't do this right now. I have, you know, my job, I got the doctorate. You're in a doctorate program. <laughs> right, right. So so then when I came back at him, I was like, listen, I, I think I might be like close to done. Maybe we could shorten this up. He's, he was like, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Good for you. That's amazing. That's amazing. It just came to you in one sitting and over a week and you just banged it out. That's pretty much. That's impressive. That is impressive. I, I appreciate that. And it's well done. It's well put together. The The branding is awesome. The images, the cover is fantastic. It's a, it's a good looking book. I'll tell you that much. So good for you, man. Congrats. We do want to shout out because one thing we do on this show is we always dedicate an episode to someone who is out there unlocking unlimited potential in all whom they serve. And this guy comes from your video and i was watching one of your videos with my with some students that i was working with and this guy right here tony hawk uh -huh. so you had him in one of your videos i'm sure that i'd love to hear a little bit more about that but he it led my students to learn more which i thought was awesome and we found they found us some video and they found some knowledge and i'm a huge fan of tony hawk but what the thing was was i was showing it to 10 and 11 year old kids and I didn't realize how old I must be because <laughs> as I showed them Tony Hawk, they were like, who? And I was yeah. like, how do you not know Tony Hawk? Scary. So it went, through a, it went through a little video, but to tell you why he is the person who is out there unlocking a limited potential is the fact that he was a pro skater when he was 14 years old. He rose to the top. He followed what he loved the entire time. He had passion and purpose. And as soon as he identified the purpose that he was going to head toward in order to use his skateboarding to not only help him to become a better skateboarder, but also to, to share the sport of skateboarding and for it to raise to the level that it did behind him was amazing. And in addition to that, he also, now he kicks back and he helps out. He's worth about $149 million if, if you look him up. Not that money matters in this situation, but he also does give back. He builds skate parks. He builds um, he builds those at places for that so that people can continue the sport. And it's not only is the the video that you had amazing, but also the story behind that it led to with Tony Hawk behind that. The students loved it. So cool. So glad. That's awesome. Tony Hawk, man. How, that that is so cool that you had him in your video. And talk a little bit about that video if you don't remember. <laughs> yeah, because now I, I filmed that one a, a long time ago. A long time ago. So how did you, you it, did you get him the same way you were mentioned? Like you're just persistent. You reached out to some people and all of a sudden he got back to you and was like, yeah, Andrew, I'd love to do that. Yeah. So it, a good magician never reveals his tricks. Right. But I, I got him there. I know, right. I got him there and he uh, he was very, very nice about it. And um, as far as I remember thinking about that one. Um, 
I remember I wanted something, you know, I was going through my Rolodex of the episodes that I already released. I just wanted something, I, I feel like I didn't explicitly talk about, um, you know, perseverance as, you know, as just a, a thing that, that people either have heard about or not heard about or what, what have you. Um, and and I, I needed somebody, I needed a voice that I thought, you know, could speak to that. And the metaphor I came up with was, I, I think skateboarders are a good example. You know, I see these kids all the time that, you know, they're falling down, but yet a minute later, they're still trying the same trick. And I know me, I'd be like, I'm not getting back on that half pipe. Like I, I just broke my arm. I don't want to do that. So I was like, I think they're, they're underappreciated in, in that regard. So I wanted to get, uh, th that was the concept. And then I wanted to get somebody who could speak to that and who better than you know the guy of the sport? So that that's kind of kind of where it went. That's awesome. It's good to know that there are people out there that are willing to you know take the time to give something back like that because they know the impact and the influence. And you know it's a pretty easy selling point. Like this is part of an education platform to continue to help people with developing mindset. And and you don't see a lot of programs out there specifically dedicated to mindset you know they might be dedicated to social emotional learning and mm -hmm. mindset's a part of that and they might be dedicated to character education and mindset's a part of that but right. it's it's not, it, yeah i love the simplicity behind it so kudos to you man for putting that together and really appreciate um you sharing that i had a chance to see you speak at the codebreaker power summit oh nice you turned turn me on to all of these things um, even though that we've been following each other for a while, even before you were over at Codebreaker. So it's, it was great. It's great to see uh, all of your content and it's great to see your passion behind it all. Um, I need you to do something before you leave because all the people on the show do this. So I need you to finish this sentence. We've talked a lot about it. We've talked about it through a mindset lens. We've talked about it through your own perspective and your story of where you started to where you are now and your passion and purpose behind it. But Unlocking unlimited potential means. Oh, wow. Unlocking unlimited potential means don't settle. You know, be open to the possibilities of what you can do. I think our self belief directly impacts our perseverance. So, unlocking unlimited potential means don't settle. I love that. That's perfect. Works perfectly, my man. Appreciate that. Okay. So give me a little bit of insight on how people can find you the best way possible. Sure. Uh, my Twitter is A-J-C-A-N-L-E. Yeah, right there. And my Instagram and YouTube are EduConley Presents. E-D-U-C-E-N-L-E. -E and then Presents. And, All uh, right. I would love to connect. And the book also has its own. The book also has its own. Mindset Moments. Let's not forget about that. There you go. But that's it. So Mindset Moments, you can find it on Amazon. You can find it on the Codebreaker website. What do you have going on next? What's next for, for you right now? I got a good thing going up next. I don't know. Uh, you know, we're, we're working on, on something that I think is really special, that I think is really different. Um, that I think hasn't really been done before. So we're before we go public with it, we're kind of tinkering with it, seeing seeing how we can make it better. And it's directly tied into uh, my my research topic in my dissertation. So we'll be able to say it's a research based product. Um, 
And it's, it's along the lines of, of game-based learning. And, and I think it's going to really tie in nicely with the mindset moments. And I think what I always like to do is provide something practical. As a former classroom teacher myself, I, I like to provide things that could be practically used within an instructional block. So that's kind of what we're aiming to do. Um, and that's all I want to, that's all I'm at liberty to say right now about it, but we're excited. It'll, it'll be probably, um, another, another year or two, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get some people to try it out and, and we'll see, we'll see what's up. That's awesome. That sounds so exciting. I can't wait for that to come out. That sounds like people are going to be all over that. That sounds right up my alley as well. So I'm excited oh, yeah. to see it for oh, sure. Yeah. Andrew, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Thanks for joining me. I know it was crazy to get home and make this happen. So I um, truly appreciate that. Remember everybody out there that the journey toward unlocking unlimited potential begins with us and continue to educate with passion. This podcast is proud to be a part of the Codebreaker Podcast Network and also the entire family of disruptors at Codebreaker.